Poso, and welcome to the first episode of the Menominee Food Sovereignty Podcast. My name is Jessica Robbins, and I'm an AmeriCorps volunteer with the College of Menominee Nation in Kashina, Wisconsin. Like many of you listening, I'm working from home right now because COVID-19 is continuing to spread throughout the Menominee Reservation. Although the pandemic has kept me from connecting with people in person, it has pushed me to connect more online. I think if there's any silver lining to this pandemic, perhaps it's the fact that it's forced us to expand the ways we connect online. And that's part of why I decided to make this podcast. Although most of my service with AmeriCorps has been remote because of the pandemic, I've still met a lot of really interesting people during my time at the College of Menominee Nation. This podcast will be a series of interviews with people who are involved in food sovereignty work in one way or another. I'm really blown away by all the good work that's being done to further the goal of food sovereignty on the reservation, and I want to share their stories with a broader audience. I'm hoping that these interviews will inform and inspire you. I chose the topic of food sovereignty because it's become a substantial movement across the world and within the Menominee community as well. The term food sovereignty was first coined at the World Food Summit in 1996 by an international farmers organization called La Via Campesina, which means Peasant's Way. They define food sovereignty as the right of people to define their agricultural and food policy. This includes prioritizing local agriculture and giving people access to the resources needed to farm. On the consumer side, it means giving consumers more of a choice in where their food comes from and who produces it. For indigenous nations, the definition of food sovereignty includes having access to culturally appropriate foods and the ability to practice traditional food ways. The Indigenous Food Security Network defines food sovereignty as an innovative approach to achieving the long-term goal of food security. In their definition, food is sacred because it is a gift from the creator. It's also participatory, requiring input from the entire community in planting, harvesting, and decision-making. Finally, it's about reforming policy in order to reconcile colonial laws with Indigenous food values. I first heard about food sovereignty from Matika Wilbur, who is an Indigenous photographer and activist who spoke at my university. She has a podcast called All My Relations, and they have an episode on food sovereignty that I highly recommend listening to. I won't say any more about food sovereignty for now. In coming episodes, I'll let the experts that I interview tell us what food sovereignty means to them. For now, I want to leave you with two important Menominee words. The first is poso, which means hello, and the second is waiwanan, which means thank you. So waiwanan for listening, and make sure to tune in for episode two, where we'll learn about ancient Menominee agriculture.